2: 98 7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock.
3: This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Kirstie Alley is dead. We have the story.
4: Been arrested after using
3: a stun gun on a Wichita school employee. I'm Dan O'Neill.
5: This is runoff election day in Georgia. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS
2: meteorologist Dan Holiday. Some low clouds have formed across south-central Kansas here this morning and will likely stick around through much of today. Our complete forecast includes some chances of rain. We'll talk about the timing of that here in just a few minutes.
3: Emmy-winning actress Kirstie Alley has died. Fox's Jackie Ibanez has details. Kirsty Alley
6: was best known for her Emmy Award-winning performances in the final six seasons of the hit sitcom *Cheers* and starring role in the *Look Who's Talking* movies. Alley's children releasing a statement through her official social media channels that reads in part: "Our mother's zest and passion for life, her children, grandchildren, and her many animals, not to mention her eternal joy of creating, were unparalleled and leave us inspired to live life to the fullest, just as she did." Reaction to news of the accident. Actress- is passing, pouring in this morning, John Travolta, Ali's looking, who's talking, co-star, writing, Kirstie was one of the most special relationships I've ever had. I love you, Chris- Kirstie. I know we will see each other again.
3: Ali was recently diagnosed with cancer. She was a graduate of Butchita Southeast High School. Kirstie Allie was 71 years old. Today
5: marks the end of the midterms with a Senate runoff in Georgia. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal reports, while neither candidate broke past 50 percent last month, The Democrat won about 37,000 more votes than the Republican.
6: This race won't decide the balance of power in the Senate. Democrats will have that even if Republican Herschel Walker wins. But if the Democratic incumbent Raphael Warnock wins, it not only means Vice President Kamala Harris is no longer needed to break ties, but it could lessen the power of Democrats like Senators Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema to push back against their own party. Monday, Walker was on the trail shaking hands with voters at a diner in flowery branch, Georgia. I, I back. Warnock met with Teamsters members Monday and spoke to students at Georgia Tech, telling them to vote like it's an emergency. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News.
3: A Wichita teenager has been arrested after using a stun gun on a school employee. Police say it happened Monday morning during drop off time at Woodman Elementary School, 2500 South
0: Hiram in Wichita. A 13 year old was arguing with her mother and a school employee attempted to intervene. The employee was trying to calm down a heated
3: argument, and that's when the team used a stun gun device to shock the employee. Officers later arrested the girl. The employee was not identified but received scratches and did not need medical care. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The Wichita Wind Surge says they have entered into an agreement to sell the baseball team to another ownership group. The deal is with Diamond Baseball Holdings, which owns and operates several other minor league teams. Wichita will remain an affiliate of the Minnesota Twins. The transaction is set to be completed before the end of the year.
5: Today's Wichita City Council meeting will be a busy one. 17 new items on the agenda. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KMSS News. Textron Aviation is asking for more than a half billion dollars in industrial revenue bonds. We're Working with Textron, uh, hopefully will approve an IRB uh, that's going to allow them to invest money back into their equipment. And its projected potential uh, will add about 500 jobs over the next five years uh, over at Textron. So that's a real big deal. Whipple commented during Mondays with the Mayor on the Steve and Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS.
3: A FedEx driver is now facing charges in the abduction and killing of a 7-year-old girl who went missing last week north of Dallas in Texas. Fox's Laura Engel reports.
6: The devastating end to the search for seven-year-old Athena Strand has left a family and community in shock and disbelief. There are so many questions as to a motive after a contracted FedEx delivery driver, who according to police did not know the little girl or family, confessed to the crime. 31-year-old Tanner Horner has been arrested on kidnapping and murder charges following his confession. Police say there is digital and forensic evidence showing that the seven-year-old had stepped off a school bus. In Paradise, Texas, just after 4 p.m. last Wednesday, the same time a FedEx driver made a delivery in front of the house. And two and a half hours later, her family called 911 to report her missing.
3: Horner is held on a million and a half dollars bond. KNSS News. Time now, 7:05, five minutes past seven o'clock.
5: Men's basketball action tonight for the Wildcats up in Manhattan.
3: We'll preview that one coming up in sports. Two toddlers left stranded in a car after their mother was shot dead. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, seven oh eight now, eight minutes past seven o'clock. Oklahoma prosecutors have filed first-degree murder charges against a sixty-seven-year-old man accused of killing and dismembering four men whose bodies were found in a river. Okmulgee County District Attorney Carol Isky says four counts of murder were filed Friday against Joseph Kennedy. Iski says video and cell phone evidence places Kennedy at his scrapyard when authorities believe the four men were killed and at a bridge near where the bodies were found. Two toddlers
5: were left stranded in a car after their mother was shot dead.
2: Police said the mother and the man she was with inside the vehicle were fatally shot in the parking lot of a construction company in Rocky Mount, North Carolina, while the two toddlers in the back seat were unharmed. Temperatures dropped to around freezing overnight, and the victims and the children were not discovered till the next morning. The children were taken to the hospital out of precaution, but were later released to relatives. Eric Coley has been arrested and charged with the double homicide. Police said it was unclear what led to the shooting. Ted Lindner,
3: Fox News. President Biden says seniors on Medicare will see a new price cap on insulin in the new year.
5: President Biden confirmed in a tweet late Monday night that seniors who are covered by Medicare will see a $35 a month cap on insulin prescriptions starting January 1st. The price cap comes as part of the Inflation Reduction Act,
0: but advocates warn that excluding millions of Americans with private health insurance and the uninsured from the price caps still leaves millions paying higher prices for insulin. There has been a bipartisan push in the Senate to offer broader caps to the 37 million Americans in
5: need of the life-saving treatment. In Washington, Chamlangel Fox News. New research says hearing aids may help mitigate some of the impacts of cognitive decline, such as dementia.
6: Researchers in Singapore did what they call a meta analysis of dozens of observational studies of just over 137,000 participants. They found the use of hearing restorative devices, like behind the ear hearing aids or cochlear implants produced a 19% decrease in the hazards of long-term cognitive decline. That research published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. Johns Hopkins University recently released a study that said mild hearing loss doubled the risk of dementia.
3: Jill Nato, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7-11. 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. We have a
1: traffic hazard now. This is a, a stalled out vehicle southbound I-135, and it's at the ramp to K-96 eastbound. So the uh, ramp from southbound I-135 to eastbound K-96. Uh, watch out for a slowdown there as volumes are picking up. Traffic update from 98.7 at 13:30 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers.
3: Now the KSN Storm Tracker Three forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronell Williams. Good morning, Ronell.
7: Hey, good morning, Stephen. Ted. How you guys doing? You know, all in all, for,
3: uh, for December morning, not bad out there so far.
7: Temperature's not too bad. Yeah, you know, yeah. even our afternoons, you know, going to be a little bit cool today, but uh, at least a little bit cooler than yesterday. We're only talking of a, a drop in uh, our temperatures. That's only going to be about 5 degrees. But still, you know, I was talking with, uh, with my coworkers, our producers, uh, before our morning show got started, and, you know, it's like, 40s for highs in December in Kansas, that's still not all that bad out there because, of course, it could always be colder. I know some people out there may be partial to those warmer December days or those warmer winter days, but at least, uh, yeah, things not all that bad out there, even with our chilly mornings where things haven't been too bitter. It does look like we're going to continue this trend throughout much of this week. Of course, there will be some modifications to our temperatures where uh, some mornings may be a little bit colder than others or a little bit more on the mild side, but overall... Not really seeing uh, too many uh, major dips or rises in our temperatures out there, at least when it comes to our temperatures. Now, when it comes to our skies, this is where we'll see the majority of our change as we go through the rest of the week. We do have a 10% chance of drizzle, possibly some mist, mainly early on in the day. Right now, we just have an overcast sky, but I can't completely rule that out for Wichita points east. Uh, for anybody, uh, if your uh, commute does take you over into southeast Kansas, maybe uh, the eastern half of the metro. And if you remember yesterday, that's also where we had some patchy, dense fog. Something else to watch out for if you do plan on traveling in that direction. Otherwise, though, high 44 degrees, north wind, light 5, uh, five to 15 miles an hour. More clouds than stars tonight after dark, only dropping down to 32 which is right around where we're at right now, so you can expect a similar feel by the time you wake up early Wednesday morning. We'll have a 10% chance of rain, mainly late in the day tomorrow, that chance of rain jumping up to 40% by the time we get into our Wednesday night. I think we could see some of those showers make their way into the area as early as uh, the the evening hours, as soon as the sun is beginning to go down, and then things just looking more likely as we get deeper into our Wednesday night. We will be able to uh, get back up to 49 tomorrow, and then up to 50 degrees by the time we get into our thursday which is where we'll have a continued 20 percent chance of rain as thursday progresses though it does look like moisture in the region just gradually pulling away from us and will uh slowly but surely dry out as well upper 40s for your friday dry to wrap up the work and school week with a mix of clouds and sun 52 for saturday not too bad of a weekend ahead but we may have to watch out for another chance of rain come sunday slight dip back down to a high of 48 degrees so far we're going with dry conditions early next week with a mix of clouds and sun and our high temperature is pretty close to that 50 degree mark still right now north wind 12 miles an hour temperature of 31 with that overcast sky clouds just blanketing our sky and we do have a wind chill of 22 that's what it feels like once we factor in the winds
3: all right uh uh, we've only got 19 days until christmas ronnell and uh, ted and i do
7: accept gift cards so just think that over yes well, see. And now I accept cash because in order to get a gift card, you got to use you got to use the cash. You got to you got to use a card. So I accept cash. Just to let you guys know, this, this is not about you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ronell, thanks. All right, Steve,
3: stay warm. You're welcome. KSN Storm yes. Three Forecast. Deals in cash, liquidity. Yeah. yeah. Kansas today Meteorologist L. Williams. Uh, we had a, a mostly cloudy day yesterday. Got out for a nice walk though, got Ted. To- wasn't bad. Forty nine degrees. That sun was having
5: trouble yeah. getting out. Creak, creeping through yeah.
3: there. Normal high 49. Yesterday's high 49. But How there was a sense? nice sunset last night. I didn't see one it. One of those
5: deals where it was so low on the horizon, you could just look straight at it. Really?
3: It was, yeah, it was one of those nice winter sunsets. Well, on this date in 1950, Wichita recorded its earliest sub-zero temperature for the winter season when the mercury dropped to one below zero. Yeah. Well, I'm glad well, we're not see, dealing with that. See, this day in 1950, I was one years old. Oh, my gosh. I was a small Here, person. You hope
5: your parents swaddled
3: you up good, good. So I was on a cold swaddled, night like that. So why were we wrapped in swaddling clothes? On well, this date in 1969, a free concert by the Rolling Stones at the Altamont Speedway in Alameda County, California was marred by the deaths of four yeah, people. that was bad. Including bad one news. who was stabbed by a hell's angel. Yeah, that was crazy. Not, not a good deal. Thank goodness the Rolling Stones concert that I went to, my wife and I went to in 2008, had nothing like that. It was a treasure of an evening. I'll never forget it. I okay. don't well,
5: you ever seen video of that.
3: The, uh, the, the, you know, the, the killing? The stones are on stage trying to
5: figure out what's going on. Yeah. And getting help to the people that were hurt and needed help. It was uh, an ugly situation. Yeah. yeah.
3: And while we're talking about uh, concerts, uh, on a nighter note, Journey's coming, uh, coming to town in April. And uh, in a, sometime this morning with Steve and Ted, got a couple of tickets to give away. Good deal. It won't be too long, so just keep listening. Let's talk a little bit about Kirstie Alley, uh, who has passed away at the age of 71. She was, I did a little research because, you know, there's some things we don't, that I hadn't known about her. She was born in Wichita uh, to Robert Deal Alley, who owned a lumber company, Buck Alley. I was mm-hmm. talking about that. And Lillian Alley. She had two siblings, Colette and Craig. I don't know if they're still around or what they're doing. It doesn't say here. Alley attended Wichita Southeast High School. Graduated in 1969, then she attended college at Kansas State, and she dropped out of, out of her uh, after her sophomore year. And then, after moving to Los Angeles to pursue Scientology, and work as an interior designer, Allie appeared as a con- contestant on the game show Match Game yeah, in 1979. One of your favorites, right? She won both rounds, winning $500 in She's the first a contestant. round. Contestant,
5: she wasn't a celebrity. Yeah,
3: fifty-five no. $5, hundred dollars in the second round. And she also appeared on the game show Password Plus in 1980. So apparently, she's out there going to Dame shit. Somebody saw her, you know. Somebody discovered her. Uh, on both shows, she described her profession as interior designer. I see. Yeah. In 1981, an automobile accident involving a drunk driver killed her mother and left her father seriously injured. I'd forgotten about that, but yeah. And now I remember that accident that uh, took the life of her mother, Kirstie Alley. And came back to Wichita quite a bit. Uh, some of the stuff you're seeing on Facebook this morning and on the social media showing her at shocker basketball games. Oh, yeah. And uh, she was, she never forgot the hometown, Kirstie Alley. Uh, Ted, coming up here uh, on Friday, we've got another uh, Taco Bell Christmas Cash giveaway. Ninety-eight dollars going to some lucky person in the drive-through, Twenty-first and Ridge. Twenty-first and Ridge. Twenty-first and Ridge. I'll be there in the five o'clock hour. Okay. And we will select somebody coming through that drive-through, and I will lean through the window and say, "Merry Christmas!" Here's ninety-eight bucks. We've been doing this with Taco Bell for several years, and we continue through the Christmas season this well, that's year. That's pretty cool. It is. It's very nice. It's very rewarding for the person who gets to hand yeah. them the money. Because folks are excited. Nice. To get a little free money at Christmas time. 7:18 now. Stephen, Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is sports time with Ted Woodward this morning. Ted, yeah, we got some basketball action
5: tonight up in Manhattan for Kansas State. The Wildcats are off to a seven and one start, hosting another Wildcats team, Abilene Christian, coming into Manhattan tonight. First meeting between these two in 38 years. FanDuel has K State as a 12 and a half point favorite coming into this one. Wildcats with a record of seven and one. K State men's basketball action tonight. The middle of a home stand. And we the new uh, college men's basketball polls came out yesterday. K-State getting a few votes in the coaches poll, put him among the top 40 vote getters. Wildcats 7 and 1 on the season. Meanwhile, up more towards the top of the poll, Kansas moving up a few spots. Jayhawks, the defending national champs, moving up 3 spots this week. Now ranked number 6 in the nation in both the coaches poll and the Associated Press poll. The Jayhawks are coming off back-to-back wins. They are 8 and 1 on the season. Pro football, we had Monday night football action last night. And, of course, you heard it all right here on seven and 1330 KNSS.
0: For most of Monday night's NFC South matchup against the Saints, Tom Brady and the Bucks offense looked inept, but trailing 16-3 late in the fourth quarter, Tampa put together two touchdown drives to pick up a 17-16 win. The 45-year-old Brady throwing for scores to cap off each of those drives with the second TD pass to Rashad White coming with just three seconds left in the game. The win improves the Bucks record to 6-6 six and six on the season, and Tampa moves a game and a half ahead of Atlanta in the NFC South standings. Meanwhile, it was a rushing blow for the saints chances of winning the division new orleans dropped to four and nine now two and a half games behind the bucks i'm eric messer smith fox news
5: and we'll be talking chiefs football tonight the weekly edition of the chiefs kingdom show hosted by the play-by-play voice of the chiefs mitch holtus the chiefs coming off that loss on sunday getting ready for a road swing to denver on sunday afternoon you can hear that game here on knss the chiefs kingdom show that'll be at six o'clock tonight over on 97.5 and 1240 kfh Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Indiana Pacers went on the road, beat the Golden State Warriors 112-104, to snapping a three-game losing streak. Starting at guard for the Pacers, former Sunrise Christian Academy star Buddy Heald had 17 points, nine rebounds, five assists, and he made four three-pointers. Oh. Pacers are in the number five spot right now in the Eastern Conference. And a happy birthday today to a longtime big league pitcher that came down and pitched a few games here in Wichita for the Wichita Wranglers, Kevin Apier is 55 today. Pitched briefly for the Wranglers in 98, again late in his career at the age of 36, a few games for the Wranglers back in 2004. A guy that was picked in the first round, number nine overall by the Kansas City Royals back in the 80s, then pitched for 16 years in the big leagues, 169 wins, an all-star. One time he led the American League and earned run average, and he eventually won a World Series ring with the Anaheim Angels. And a guy that... Pitched a few games here in Wichita for the Wranglers. Kevin Apier is 55
3: today. That's sports with Stephen Ted. Had a great career, didn't didn't he? He sure did. 7.22 now. Keep it here for House Call for Health. New York City's taking some action to deal with homeless people living on the streets who have mental health issues. That's interesting, and that's coming up. Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSS.
2: Nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS.
3: Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. Seven thirty here on this Tuesday morning, December sixth. Wichita native actress Kirstie Alley has died. Fox's Jackie Ibanez reports.
6: Two-time Emmy-winning actress Kirsty Alley. Has died at the age of 71 after a short battle with cancer, her children True and Lily Parker announcing her death on Twitter, writing this as iconic as she was on screen, she was an even more amazing mother and grandmother. Our mother's zest and passion for life, her children and her grandchildren, and her many animals, not to mention her eternal joy of creating, were unparalleled and leave us inspired to live life to the fullest, just as she did. Allie rose to fame playing Rebecca Howe in the NBC television series Cheers, later starring in the films Look Who's Talking and Drop Dead Gorgeous.
3: She was a graduate of Wichita Southeast High School, Kirstie Alley dead at the age of 71.
5: Today's Wichita City Council meeting will be a busy one. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News the city is looking at a new labor contract for firefighters. Being mayor of the largest city in Kansas, I want us to have the best fire department uh, and to do that, we got to pay them like the, they're the best. Uh, so that contract's coming up. Uh, it's passed, I think, with 96% of their membership uh, approving it. It's one of the highest uh, percentages for passage of a contract. Uh, so it really gets them where they need to be. Uh, this would be the final step, having to get approved through the councils. Whipple commented during Mondays with the Mayor on the Stephen Ted in the Morning show on KNSS.
3: Now at tomorrow's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, we'll hear more about a proposed policy change dealing with use of force and restraints at the county's juvenile intake and assessment center.
2: Under the proposal, staff at the center would use force only when all less restrictive methods of behavior control have been attempted and failed to protect the youth from injury, to prevent injury to others, or to prevent escape. The proposed changes will be presented to the commission a little over a year since the death of 17-year-old Cedric Lofton took place while in custody at JIAC. The 14-page draft document includes proposals recommended by the Community Task Force. Rodney Price, KNSS News.
5: This is Older Drivers' Safety Awareness Week. Traffic Safety Specialist Cynthia Calloway says the National Highway Safety Administration is reminding seniors to review safe driving practices and to plan ahead when driving.
6: It's very important for older people to understand what their limits are, and also be able to reach out to help, whether it's a friend, family member, church group, whatever like that. They can can get some help to get around.
5: In 2020, 17% of national traffic deaths involved those age 65 and older. President Biden
0: is heading to Arizona today. Manufacturing, rebuilding supply chains, and creating good-paying jobs is on the agenda for President Biden as he travels to Arizona. According to the White House, the president will visit Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company Limited, or TSMC, a Taiwanese company making major investments to manufacture chips in Phoenix. The president will likely discuss the Bipartisan Chips and Science Act, a multi-billion dollar investment to boost research and manufacturing of semiconductors in the U.S. President Biden recently made a similar visit to Michigan, where he toured a facility owned by a Korean company investing in manufacturing materials for semiconductors. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz. Fox News.
3: Meta threatens to remove all news from Facebook. Meta says it will
4: remove news from its platform if Congress passes a bill that would make it easier for news organizations to bargain collectively with tech giants. Congress is considering the bill to rescue local news organizations. And Meta says it would counter such a law by banning the sharing of news on the site,
7: arguing that the news organizations post their content on Facebook to benefit them, not Facebook. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Let's take a look at the forecast
3: now with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
2: Good morning. We have a cloudy sky here in Wichita early on with temperatures reaching the mid to upper 30s by lunchtime. 42 for the high this afternoon. Cloudy overnight, tarlow 34. Dry and cool on Wednesday with a high near 50, then a chance of rain moving in late Wednesday night through Thursday with a high 55. I'm KNSS meteorologist and Holliday. Now a
3: cloudy sky, we've got a north wind at 10 miles per hour and 32 degrees. 734, Stevens head of the morning, 98.7 and 1330. KNSS, it's Tuesday morning and that means it's time for our weekly chat with Sedgwick County Commissioner Pete Meitzner. Good morning, sir.
4: Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How are you both today?
3: We're doing good. I'm doing well. Yeah. Ted's doing great. And uh, but just a reminder that uh, we want to remind everybody we know that it's 19 days, uh, shopping days till Christmas, and that uh, Ted and I, are do we, we do accept gift cards if you're uh, uh, wanting to do that.
4: All right. Do they make gift cards for coal?
3: Coals. Wow. wow. <laughs> Coals or coal?
4: Like coal.
3: Yeah. Oh, I got you. I was going to say Coles. Really? Yeah, I can find some socks out there. You know? <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I didn't know t- get... Coles. Times okay. are tough there at the county. <laughs> yeah. All right, deputies are with us this morning, uh, sir. <laughs> <Let's> hear... <laughs> All right. Let's get serious for just a second here. Uh, All right. You know, uh, there are certain things about Kirsty Alley that are kind of strange for some of us. On the other hand, she she's a hometown. A woman who really made it good, and or uh, mourning her passing this morning. Did you ever have any dealings with Kirsty uh, in your years here in Wichita, Pete?
4: Oh, I'm, I met her and would run into her a few times. I, I kind of knew her, her uncle Buck Alley and her cousin Rick Alley. I knew the, I knew them a lot better and some of the Alley family because she was not around a lot as she was in her career, but. Would run into her. Marriage. She'd go to a few shocker games, yeah. and you know she was kind of out there. He'd run into her at the grocery store, and she kind of came to a few local events. She'd have a presence a few times, so but, but not a lot of interaction. <laughs> so with me, but uh, but I knew her family.
3: Let's so. talk about. Lady. Let's talk about uh, our, our Rodney Price is reporting for us that uh, at your meeting tomorrow, you're gonna be, discuss the policy for the Sedgwick County Juvenile Intake and Assessment Center. Of course, all of this repercussions after the young man died while in custody. Uh, you want to talk about that just a little bit? What What do you just just talk about? Yeah. What's there?
4: Well, yeah, the task force has done a, a fantastic job of, of reviewing so many things, including you know the the rec- and made many recommendations, and we have already implemented many of them, and the others were just either a, a capital cost or a staffing. Uh, 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 shortage, but I think we're getting there, and uh, and we also sent sent there because some of the uh, recommendations are, are are with the state uh, juvenile justice system or the state uh, foster care system, and so we even we've shared all of that task force stuff with all the appropriate uh, state agencies as well. So I think it's a it's a comprehensive uh, review that task force did. And they did a nice job, like I said, and, um, and the recommendations, nearly all of them, are being implemented once we can at the county level and even the, the city police and the, uh, and the justice system. So this is just another, uh, uh, another step, but I, it, I'm hopefully it's like the last one that the county needs to do to, to adjust uh, the performance of the, in our juvenile, county juvenile justice system.
3: Doesn't, doesn't this all kind of really, though, tie in with what we've talked about so often here in the past year or two that the, the, there are certain people out there on the streets who, you know, there's this young man or whatever, they behave in a certain way, but it's 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 not, you know, you want to try to control the situation, but sometimes it's not their fault they're acting that way, and, and we've got to have a little bit more, I don't know how you do it, a little more sensitivity as to as the people you're you're trying to put in the handcuffs, you know?
4: Right. Right. I think I think uh, I think this was about um, handling a, a, a juvenile that might be um, I don't know if they're be on something or, or very angry and very violent. And, and maybe it's more like get them into a room where they can calm themselves down without without yeah, yeah. Uh, the big restraints. And uh, and I think i uh, talking to Sheriff Easter that that kind of is consistent unless they're in a unless you have somebody that really wants to hurt themselves, you know, banging themselves against the wall. But usually when they're, when a the door's shut and they're by themselves, it, it uh, even, even though you have cameras and stuff, it usually, uh, calms them. They self calm down eventually.
3: Well, I'm not, I'm not an anti-cop in any way. I just think like, sometimes we ask them to do t- a little more than, than what we should. And, uh, yeah. this may be a case. Listen, uh, the wind surge for sale, and I didn't know they were for Ted and I would have gone out and got us a bond some bond money from the county and bought them. Right, Ted? We would be owners of the wind surge. Who knew, huh?
4: Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of uh, interesting uh, information. Reading, you know, Major League Baseball really uh, has has taken an active role when when we were getting the, the Lou, and and when we were recruiting, or or Lou was recruiting us to come here. Uh, I didn't realize that Major League Baseball had such a, uh, a, a final say on on all this stuff, and uh, even though we were minor league, so to speak, Triple A, Double A, but they still had jurisdiction. So it's kind of uh, interesting to to see the the ownership group. I a couple of those names I recall uh, were part of a discussion that when we had that when the, the mayor Longwell and I were we're talking to them years ago and the city manager. So they're, it sounds like they're very familiar with it. And, uh, and this new uh, group really knows baseball and and franchises. And so I'm, I'm kind of excited. I had a nice, I had a really nice email from Jordan and and, and Jane uh, Swishheimer uh, last night, you know, kind of, kind of a, humble thank you and appreciation and and good luck it was just a totally professional uh, message that, uh, that that Jordan and, and Jane uh, sent out and I obviously wish them the best I think they still got some stuff they have to do or they're or they're engaged in in the uh, development part but the baseball part I think they it sounds like they're comfortable handing off to a new group Wait. so I look forward to that
3: I was looking at this uh, at the uh, makeup of this group they own ten teams. I think this is going to be eleventh. Where does uh, where does antitrust come in? Where have, I mean, isn't that sort of a monopoly they've got there?
4: Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so. You don't, I
3: okay? I know.
4: I don't think so. They, and I think they own, they manage Oklahoma City. Uh, oh, yeah, they manage a few in, in the yeah. they so. They've got
3: some other AAA teams, okay. yeah. All right, Pete, uh, duck. Yeah. You got to the meeting tomorrow. We talked about the task force and, and uh, so forth. Anything else you want to talk about as far as the meeting, the county, Sedgwick County meeting tomorrow?
4: No, oh, I think uh no, we're we're uh, a lot of we talked about the task force yeah. and uh, and then we also, you know, just uh, on a personal side, I I we have a citizens advisory board that we each have and uh i'm going to appoint uh, a high school uh, student to our board each one of us can do that and i'm going to do that her, her name's Natalie Fan and she's a she's a high school uh, student and a very very bright bright person and, and has an interest in in local government so uh, it'd be i'm honored to appoint her and uh, and other than that i think we're also going to talk a little bit about there's a desire Oh, there's a desire by some commissioners to uh, kind of formalize uh, the pay structure for elected officials, meaning us county officials and the clerk and the treasurer and the register of those that are elected, not 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 the district attorney and the sheriff, but <laughs> but just us, and try to standardize the uh, the pay because uh, right now there's really no policy and. And there's no, uh, there isn't any uh, directives. Uh, and so there's been a desire to uh, standardize that. And that'll be a discussion. It's uh, kind of a formality, I believe. But we'll see what that happens. So other than that, it's it's kind of routine stuff. So
7: all right.
3: Okay, thanks for being with us, and uh, we'll with, talk with you next week. So, so we got, okay, guys, thanks. Sedgwick thanks County Commissioner Pete Smeissner this morning. And hey, coming to Wichita's Interest Bank Arena Saturday, April 8th. Journey with the Freedom Tour 2023, and the opening act is Toto, and we have a pair of tickets to give you right now. If you'd uh-huh. like to go and see Journey, call 869 1330 and Ted in the morning. On the way, the Wichita Business Journal update: Wind Surge sold. More on that on the way. Stephen Ted here on
7: KNSS.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours
3: Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS, seven forty eight here on this Tuesday morning. Congratulations, Sarah of Wichita, two tickets to go see a Journey, the Freedom Tour twenty twenty three at Interest Bank Arena in April, and opening act Toto. And we have more tickets to give away. Be listening here in the next couple of days. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Three big things. Wichita City Council to consider a half billion dollars in new bond money to help Textron Aviation expand should create 500 new jobs. 13-year-old girl arrested after using a stun gun on a Wichita school employee. Wichita native actress Kirstie Alley has died of cancer at the age of 71. Two-time Emmy Award winner. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. All right, we have some uh traffic hazards
1: reported out there uh one stalled out vehicle 13th and zoo boulevard as traffic volume pick up that could slow things down pretty bad might want to avoid that 13th and zoo we've got another traffic hazard wounded deer
3: Uh uh-oh yeah
1: in the roadway and off in the ditch and then back in the roadway wounded deer 95th and greenwich you want to uh just watch out out there and in general for the deer. Traffic update, 98.7 and 1330
3: KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Mostly cloudy today with a high of 42 degrees. Mostly cloudy and cool tonight. The overnight low, 30. Wednesday, mostly cloudy, a bit warmer. Tomorrow's high, 50 degrees. Now a cloudy sky a north wind at 10 miles per hour and 32 degrees. Celebrate a decade in Delano Saturday, December 10th. From 11 to 7 at the Monarch with two new commemorative whiskey releases, special beers from local breweries, and new merchandise celebrating 10 years at the Monarch. That's this coming Saturday from 11 to 7. 7:50 7. Stephen 10 in the morning. We had a down close on Wall Street Monday.
6: Hope you liked last week's rally in the Dow because it looks like it's over. The blue chip index falling 482 points today. Investors once again focusing on anything that might drive the Federal Reserve to raise rates. The S&P closing down 72. The Nasdaq composite down by 221. The major averages off more than 1% after two weeks of gains as strong performance by the services sector and factory output suggests that the economy remains resilient even as the Fed raises rates. Meanwhile, Tesla shares are down 6% on reports of an output cut at its Shanghai factory. Amazon and Netflix shed more than 2% each on growth concerns. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News.
5: And a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Wichita Wind Surge owners announcing yesterday the sale of the three-year-old minor league baseball franchise to a national company that operates 10 other franchises. What didn't sell, though, was the private development agreement around Riverfront Stadium that enabled team owners to develop the land after purchasing four acres for four bucks. Wichita Riverfront Limited Partnership and EPC Real Estate Group announced in June a 155-room hotel to be built between the stadium and the Arkansas River on McLean Boulevard However, construction has not started. Diamond Baseball Holdings was created a year ago to initially operate 10 minor league franchises at all levels, including teams in Oklahoma City, Des Moines, and Memphis. Wichita will be its 11th franchise after the sale was approved yesterday by Major League Baseball.
3: A helicopter with important ties to Wichita has won a contract from the U.S. Army that could lead to more than 2,000 aircraft the Army late Monday afternoon selected the V-280 Valor from the Bell unit of Textron as the winner of its future long-range assault aircraft program. The contract win will likely be challenged by the opposing team of Lockheed Martin and Boeing. According to a report from Defense News, among those briefed at Round Table Monday by defense officials, the initial $1.3 billion contract is part of a program that could eventually be worth up to $70 billion.
5: The Annex Group, that's an Indianapolis-based multifamily developer, plans to build a 240-unit affordable housing complex in East Wichita and will seek tax-exempt bonds from the city to help pay for the project. Called Union at Purple Heart Trail, the complex will have two four-story buildings near the southeast corner of Douglas and 127th Street East near the interchange for the Kansas Turnpike, K96, and Kellogg. It's expected to be a $49 million project. That's according to an agenda report from today's Wichita City Council meeting. Business news, local business news from the Wichita Business Journal.
3: Today is National Microwave Oven Day. Honoring one appliance that has changed how we use the kitchen. Quite by accident, self-taught American engineer Percy Spencer discovered a way to heat food safely with microwaves. While working with an active radar in 1945 he noticed a melting chocolate bar in his pocket. Yep, just happened to notice. The high-powered microwave beams created a heating effect ideal for cooking. Spencer deliberately attempted cooking popcorn with the microwaves. Next, he tried cooking an egg, and there it went <laughs> from there. Microwave and microwave popcorn. Do you use yours a lot, Ted, or some? or I certainly do. Well, I think just about everybody does. It's, just, it's quick, usually does a pretty good job. Um, Certain things you don't want to put in there, I guess. I'm not sure what they are, but uh, we did a, I did a story several years ago, and and uh, it's just not very funny, but in a way, it's it's cruelly funny. Uh, a woman apparently had given her poodle a bath, and decided oh, the best way to dry it would be no, in the microwave. No, and do not, no, <laughs> do not put a pet in the microwave. let <laughs> just put it that way. You know, <laughs> I, always, I always thought, eh, microwave,
5: I can do without it. And then, you know, a few years ago, I'm like, mine broke and I started having to just use the oven. Uh oh. And I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> this used to take two minutes. Now it takes 45 minutes. Yeah. 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 I
3: need, I things need up. my microwave. It speeds things up. It's National r- Microwave Day. Coming up Friday, I'm going to be at the Taco Bell at 21st and Ridge Road. This will be in the five o'clock hour in the afternoon. And somebody coming through that drive through I'm going to hand them $98 in cash. That? The Christmas cash, cash giveaway from Taco Bell. This is, I don't know how many years we've done it, but boy, is it fun. Because I get to, and Ted, you've done this too. You're doing it as well for KFH. But we get to make somebody very, very happy for the holidays. Yep, and it's just at random. Yeah. It's just a just random t- deal. Whatever happens. And we want to thank our our friends at Taco Bell mm-hmm. to make thinking this possible every year. And they're here again, I guess, it's a Friday. Afternoon, 21st and Ridge Road for Taco Bell and the Christmas Cash Giveaway. Stephen, Ted in the morning, stay with us. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour this morning, we'll have the latest on the death of Kirstie Alley. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted?
5: Yeah, we'll take a look at a Monday night football action last night, a game you heard here on KNSS. We'll talk about that coming up in sports. An interesting finish on that
3: one, mm-hmm. right? All right, plus you've got entertainment news. The blur is coming up.
5: Oh, yeah, we've, uh, we've got a lot of entertainment items to get to.
3: That'll be entertainment news in the blur. That'll be at 835 this morning. And traffic and weather, as always, in the 8 o'clock hour with Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.